0: Hello and welcome to In The Mix, the Great British Bake Off podcast. This week we're talking all things 80s and I love this week but I'm mainly excited that I have on someone who wishes she was born in the 80s, it's Olivia Lynch. Yay, Yay, (laughs) 80s! You are probably the first person I thought of actually when the Bake Off 80s week came on. I was like I need to call Olivia for this podcast, she would be the perfect
1: person Because you love the 80s so much. I do. And thank you. I, yeah, I do love the 80s and I love how it has become part of my identity somehow. (laughs) Do
0: you wish that you were born in that era?
1: Yes. Well, maybe I wish that I grew up in the era, if that makes sense. I kind of wish I'd been a teenager in the 80s, I think. I think that would be really fun.
0: So you're basically the top expert to ask well, other than people that were born in the 80s and around in the 80s, someone (laughs) that wishes they were in the 80s, how 80s this week actually was. Because we started off with quiches. Yeah. And I don't know if that's 80s. I
1: feel like people still eat quiches perfectly normally today. Yeah, that was a bit of an odd one. I feel like, because when they said 80s week, I was like, as much as I love the 80s, 80s food is not something (laughs) that I would be like, oh yes, I'd love to go back to eat the food. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen like, you know, when they'd have those, like, go back in time for tea or whatever those programs yeah. are. And they go back to the 80s and it's disgusting. It's like prawn cocktail and everything's microwaved and it just, like, it's not appetizing. But I was quite relieved, actually, because I think quiche. I mean, I know some people do hate quiche, but I was like, well, this is a relatively normal. But yeah, I don't know if it is very 80s maybe it became fashionable in the 80s i'm not too sure
0: possibly so i enjoyed yeah. how this episode started um there were a few band names actually that came out of the beginning of the f- this episode for me potential band names um we had matt lucas and noel fielding acting out et um <laughs> which led them on to saying et is definitely on grinder which <laughs> i thought would be some sort of indie band that you might find yeah. in camden <laughs> Um, Definitely. And we had the emergence of Carol Vorderman, which I quite liked as well. Yes. Yeah, no, both great. Both great band names. Both good. The signature challenge this week, as we've just said, was to create two quiches. They had to be savoury and short crust and they had to be served out of the tin. Apparently that was a good factor. Um, mm. I think everyone did reasonably well with the quiches. I don't imagine they're too hard yeah. to make.
1: No, I mean, I think I think as well a quiche is something that like, you know, when they bake a cake, you can really see it and kind of almost imagine tasting it. If that makes sense, yeah. The cake just—it's not as—it wasn't the most exciting thing. No. I would say. But yeah, they all did relatively well. It wasn't like a complete disaster, like the brownies a few weeks <laughs> oh ago. God. Um, but wasn't there like baked beans or something? Didn't was it Lottie who did? Yeah.
0: Beans, yeah. So the week before in Japanese week was, which so far I think is my favourite week, but it has mm. been topped by 80s, um, mainly because of the heat in the tent, which we'll talk about oh God, in, yeah. a, in a bit. Um, but yeah, Lottie last week in Japanese week, her and I think it was Mark went head to head in their steamed bun challenge because they had the yeah. same idea. And then this week, uh, Lottie and Dave both decided to do a full English quiche.
1: Yes, they did. But didn't Dave do like double egg? Or something yeah that, that was just... weird <laughs> i loved prue's reaction as well when he was like Oh, i'm doing egg with egg and she
0: was like oh hmm, interesting <laughs> why yeah i think she was originally just repulsed by the fact that someone was putting baked beans in anything because she yeah. she made a big point of saying i hate them but i'm gonna have to ignore the fact that i hate them a quiche anyway skill level i'm not a baker you know, I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Skill level would be you make a pastry crust and then pour some egg in and some ingredients. And yeah. You kind of just leave it. So if you pour egg with scrambled egg, <laughs> you, you're just wasting up valuable space for another filling that could have made it better.
1: I know. Yeah, no, I yeah, that was a bad choice.
0: Yeah, it was bad. But the, yeah. the battle of the full Englishes is, is what I'm going with. Uh, Lottie did say that she had tasted Dave's in the practice and it was too sausagey and Prue did agree in the judging. Mm.
1: Yeah, Lottie predicted that, didn't she? She was on it.
0: She was on it. I don't know yeah. if I'd want to try baked beans in something as an ingredient.
1: No, because the whole point of baked I mean, I do love baked beans, I must say that. I but I think the whole point of them is that they're in the sauce, right? Yeah. So like if you've just got a bean <laughs> <laughs> This is great already. In the quiche. It's just I mean, actually, I was even thinking about this the other day. Actually, what are the what are the beans in baked know. beans? Because obviously there are so many different types of beans, but if you just got a dry bean <laughs> in the quiche, and there's like, where's the tomato? Yeah. Is there any like, do you put some of the sauce in it? And does it become part of the egg mix? That's what I was wondering. That's um, true. The,
0: the flavour yeah. of the baked bean is in the sauce. It's not in the mushy yeah. thing. That is it a bean? Is it not a bean? Is it a reconstituted something <laughs> formed as a bean? Yeah, I just, that kind of, it slightly blew my mind. <laughs> mm. I, I'm going with that would be unpleasant in a quiche, definitely. Mm. They, they both had different takes on a full English and what the components would be. Lottie put black pudding in, which I thought was quite brave. Uh, Dave oh, went maybe yeah. a bit more traditional and added bacon and hash browns. And a lot of sausage in there. So his, I think, was probably
1: more yeah. authentically a full English. full English, yeah, then I would agree with that, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think both kind of sound a bit gross, though, don't they? I mean, black pudding, I think that I mean, yeah, just, I mean, I am, I don't eat meat actually anyway, so I'm kind of like, <laughs> no deal with black pudding is just disgusting. Yeah, Um.
0: I, I guess black pudding yeah. is one of those items that it goes even beyond, it's beyond meat, isn't it? Vegetarians are just repulsed. It is
1: just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: So (laughs) anyway, we'll move on from that. So you don't start uh, heaving in the podcast. Um, (laughs) um, So someone else that did a sort of traditional English type junk food quiche is mark he used cod um he went cornish again had some cornish <laughs> blue in there and cheese so he did there, there was cod i was going more like takeaway fish and chips but i guess it wasn't like yeah. that. he went cornish with it it was
1: a kind of fancy fish sort of thing wasn't it it yeah. was
0: yeah a gourmet um, fish and chip
1: type yeah thing. indeed yeah i love how he's he's always just like it's cornish like the amount of times he mentions that like with pasty week and like all that kind of stuff he's just like we get it <laughs>
0: yeah we know you're from Cornwall you're we from get that Cornwall. that's your niche your brand
1: yeah bless him maybe but I think wasn't it as well that Prue said something she made a comment like because they were both fish and she was like oh they're just if you're at a party just different <laughs> enough you're like, all right, Prue. Like, <laughs> yeah. You didn't
0: say make quiches suitable for a dinner party. You just said two savoury quiches.
1: Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we want the most contrasting quiches for your canopy dinner party. It was
0: like... I think she was having a weird week. The beans, I think, threw her and then she forgot how to judge.
1: Yeah. And, I, and also, she had to take her blazer off, didn't she? I know. I couldn't
0: believe it. She Prue's got, got arms.
1: <laughs> oh, prue. i know it, yeah, and they were fully revealed weren't they it wasn't like a short sleeve like it was a full-on sleeveless like yeah she was yeah. going sort of
0: vest top and yeah yeah with jaunty necklace and bright colors um which is yeah. her usual style but yeah i mean it was so yeah. hot that prue had to remove a blazer <laughs> Oh, Every, Everyone else's quiches, as we said, they, they were all quite a, a good standard, really. Peter made a coconut curry and crab meat quiche. Amin did yeah. spinach and mushroom, salmon. And so everyone's was kind of hmm. traditional, except for the, the two crazy people putting a full English breakfast in yeah. a quiche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But then we had a little bit of an issue when it came to the technical challenge this week, because they had to stand over deep fat fryers in about 36 degree heat
1: yeah and that was I even just watching it I was so hot oh god me too (laughs) it's not you know like it's November and it was just like I was nearly sweating just watching just like because they kept mentioning it just all the time like it's so hot it's so hot and they had like didn't they have like wet flannels or something oh my god and I was just like it's just they really bigged it up so much. I was like, I'm just so
0: hot I know. It. I feel like in the last couple of years, the heat in summer in this country, which makes me sound old, yeah. has been <laughs> awful. I don't enjoy hot weather yeah. anyway. I, it just winds me right up. I can't deal with it or concentrate or anything. No. But the last couple of years, when we've got to about 36 degrees, I genuinely thought, you know, this might be the end for me. <laughs> I've, had to, I've had to go run a cold bath and sit in it in the middle of the day. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it, it's, it is extremely unpleasant.
0: Oh. I hate it. And then because it. they're doing yeah. it in a they're doing the baking in a tent. Tents mm-hmm. are known for being so hot anyway. If you've ever been yeah. camping and you've woken up in the morning, you will always have a sweat oh. on.
1: Yeah. So baking
0: with a deep fat fryer in thirty six degrees, I think I might have just walked out if I was a contestant.
1: I know it just looks so stressful. Like it, it looked like a relatively stressful technical anyway. But then just with that added on top of it, it was just like, oh my god, just I know. no. They do seem to fully go for it though, don't they? When it is hot, they're like, no, we're going to give them not only the deep fat fryer but also the showstopper with ice cream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> the day,
0: the, the day of the year when it's probably best to leave ice cream alone. Yeah, they they got them to use it. And yeah, and they couldn't even yeah. stand in the freezer. You know, if it was a cake baking in the oven, they could have opened the yeah. freezer, stood in and actually got a bit cold themselves. But no, it had to be yeah. shut in order to freeze. Well, or try and freeze I mean, the ice cream yeah. showstoppers. God. The technical this week was to create six custard and jam finger donuts, and they had two hours and 45 minutes, very precise, uh, in which to do it. And Peter, who I always say is my favourite on this podcast, I think he's going to win. I should have put a bet on. I'm still annoyed at myself that I didn't. (laughs) He said, I've never deep fried anything before. It was like a day out for him. I know. And like, I know this is very stereotypical, but I was like, he's Scottish. <laughs> very deep fried Mars bars all the
1: time. And, he, and the thing is, though, he's so Scottish. Like he, like he's very, clearly very proud Scottish. And I was like, come on, how have you not, <laughs> how have you not deep fried anything? Um, but yeah, no, he's very good at technicals though, isn't he? He's, he just seems to... I don't think he's ever kind of seemed stressed when it's been revealed and he's reading it and he always just seems to just know what to do pretty like instinctively. Yeah,
0: and he gives things a good go as well. Even with yeah. this, I haven't deep fried anything. Well, he seemed to do it okay. He came yeah. second. Yeah. Peter yeah. C, he's, he's definitely the one to watch. Definitely. Yeah,
1: he definitely is.
0: If he, has no, a, if he screws up next week, I'm going to look really bad. You know, I've I've praised Peter so much on here um, that if he goes out in a spectacular style, I'm going to be really embarrassed.
1: Oh, no, I, he will go to the final. He must do. I think so. He's just, he's very, like, consistent, isn't he? Yeah. And he's competitive as well. He's, he's nice about it, but he is competitive. Yeah. In a very quiet way, but you can see him like, yes. Yeah. Like, he really, like, he really cares. Yeah. He wants that Um, cake
0: stand and the bunch of flowers at the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, yeah,
0: fingers Mm. crossed for Peter. Someone that didn't do so well, he's a bit up and down, really, (laughs) with some of his bakes, is Dave, who I also really like, but I've never seen someone make such bad doughnuts. Yeah, they were awful, weren't they? They were were burnt. He took them out of the fryer (laughs) and they looked like sweet
1: potatoes. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. They, They were just... Yeah, it was just bad. I find Dave, I think what I've, I like, I quite, well, I like consistency and I think he, he is quite unpredictable. Like he can yeah. sometimes just knock it out of the park and then other times you'd be like, what on earth are you doing? Like, yeah. Um, And this, yeah, this one was not great. Following the double egg quiche and then this sort of burnt donut that just looked very unappetizing. So yeah, it wasn't great. I thought he was in sort of the danger
0: zone this week. And yeah. someone else that I thought was in the danger zone from the beginning signature challenge that we didn't talk about was Amin because she mm. seemed to get in a right flap with her quiches they weren't going to be done she had about five minutes oh, to yeah. cook them everyone sort of helped I think Laura was at the oven telling her yeah. some advice but yeah they were, but in the end they were perfectly cooked uh they said it was good pastry and delicious and then she came
1: out top in the the donut technical yeah, no, that's, that's true. Because I think, didn't she say when she doing the keys? she was like, oh, I'm not really timing myself. And she was just sort of like busy doing the cooking rather than the actual kind of baking part. And then it was like, countdown, like 10 minutes to go. And then it's like, oh my God, I need to cook. Yeah, oh God, they need <laughs> to go in the quiche. oven. Yeah. So oh. no, yeah, that she did pull that around. That was quite, um, quite unexpected, I think. It was. I think probably
0: the one of the best things that she has said is in the bit where they go around and interview each of them. She said the phrase "I don't cook by time," which I loved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I must say she is my favourite actually. Oh. I think she, I do love her attitude. She's just so like I don't know. I just find it really relaxing she's, to watch her somehow. If that she's makes laid sense. back, isn't she? She is. Yeah, with like the sort of French influence and stuff, and she loves her patisserie and things. And I just sort of like. There are certain challenges I think, especially you just know she's gonna nail it. Yeah, if it's about decorating
0: um, something quite yeah, traditional, yeah. you know she's gonna do well. Yeah, definitely. But then donuts, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't associate donuts with French patisserie. You wouldn't walk into a boulangerie and get a jam filled donut, would you? No.
1: No, I was gonna say the pastry, but you literally are deep fat frying, aren't you? So it's not very um not very French, is it? But but yeah, there you go. Yeah. You have surprises, I suppose.
0: I don't know if donuts are quintessentially 80s either were they a big deal in the 80s donuts I feel like they're something that's always been around yeah
1: Yeah, I don't know I mean I feel like it was just kind of Paul really likes them (laughs) yeah I enjoyed this as a child so I'm gonna I'm gonna include it and I thought well okay fair enough but yeah I wasn't quite so sure of
0: the the link no i feel like paul had a bad week last week he was forced to eat well he he refused to eat gherkins in japanese week he hated matcha so i feel like the producers (laughs) might have been like okay (laughs) yes we can make get them to make something you actually like this week (gasps) yeah maybe he had a tantrum he
1: did
0: make such a fuss about the gherkins but but prue this week she didn't make a fuss about the beans she said i'm gonna eat the bean it won't be nice but I can go, you know, I can yeah. judge. It's professional.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe I that have- was
0: a dig at Paul.
1: Yeah, probably was. <laughs>
0: I hope so. A very yeah. posh dig at Paul. <laughs> yeah, very,
1: like, polite posh.
0: Dig <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep just writing down loads of quotes that they've said about how hot it is. Matt Lucas said, if I had hair, it would have melted away. Uh, <laughs> and then probably less funny Paul Hollywood said I had to peel my jeans off which I don't really want oh, to think about no.
1: but that's the thing I was like when they all came out and like what they were wearing I was like why are you wearing jeans and I also why is Noel still wearing his skinny I think it was skinny black jeans wasn't it as well pretty much always and yeah. I'm like This. Just, surely you can change. <laughs> they could have done, but then I just think, what would I,
0: have, what would I have wanted to see Paul Hollywood in other than jeans? He's got that Top Gear brand going mm. on. I wouldn't want to have seen him in sort of a pair of cargo shorts with pockets. It would have
1: been awful. Oh, no, no, that is true. So. I just wish he just hadn't told us about peeling them off because I was like, I just don't want mm. that image.
0: No. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Very grim to talk about on a... <laughs> Food related podcast and show. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Oh well, I think all of the drama was left to the Showstopper Challenge, which was wonderfully to create yeah. an ice cream cake this week and it had to include one baked element, thankfully, which gave it some structure. Um, mm. but everyone had a nightmare because of the heat. Oh
1: my god. It yeah, it was it was stressful, wasn't it? It was stressful um, to watch. I had to watch it, it through was. my fingers. Yeah. I felt... I did feel sorry for them. I felt really sorry for them, dealing with that heat and, like, oh, God.
0: Definitely. I think it came down to the fact that it doesn't matter how well you did in the quiches or the donuts. It was just anyone's... anyone's bad luck, essentially, of who was going home this week because it was impossible to make the cakes at the end. So it was sort of left up to the heat, really, as to who was going to be leaving the tent.
1: Yeah, and I think it was just so much luck, really, wasn't there? Um, So I think... Yeah, in terms of the result and stuff, like I know that a lot of people were not happy, no. um, but oh, I don't know, it was it was a hard, I think quite a hard one to judge. But as you say, I think, yeah, it did kind of feel like at the end when they made the decision, you're like, well, why did you make them do the quiche and technical when it's all, <laughs> all based on, <laughs> that based last on one. this final ice cream cake, which seems completely unfair in 35 degrees or whatever it was.
0: So, yeah, a bit controversial. It was. I think, well, ice cream cakes, first of all, they sound 80s to me. I don't think I've ever had an ice cream cake, but I've had a Vianetta because my mum thinks that's the height of sophistication. If there's a dinner party, the Vionetta Mm -hmm. still comes out in 2020.
1: So. I love a Vionetta. Really? Oh. oh, I love them. I absolutely love Vionetta. I, I very much disagree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> This
0: This is a big moment in our friendship
1: that you divide. like. Yeah, that you that's like so Vionetta. Oh. No, I mean, me and my brother as kids, like we would just, we just halve it and just eat it. And that's amazing. <laughs> my mum used to cut yeah. it
0: like it was a cake, so you had a little slither of oh. it.
1: Well, that's what you're meant to do, I think. That's what if my mum had been like, supervising you know, got to it first yeah. she would have been like no we're gonna have a nice slice um <laughs> but <laughs> we were just like no we'll just have half did you pick it up with your hands as well <laughs> um no we actually sort of like just <laughs> so cr- just like crack it up and just like smash it up oh into the sort of the big ice creamy chocolatey kind of so thing you wouldn't even leave it and it's sort of beautifully <laughs> piped <laughs> no. Thing just that's ruin the entire design and like selling point of things. Yeah. You might have just as
0: well <laughs> got a scoop of ice cream and had it in a bowl, <laughs> no. yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, Vianetta. Uh-huh. Um, but
0: yeah, you've probably did it the right way to be honest because I found it so disappointing. Because obviously, it was piped in these lovely layers with chocolate or whatever but the chocolate was so unbelievably thin it was like the size of a chalk ice which it was
1: very thin yeah they're
0: awful and the ice cream because it was sort of piped in that way it wasn't soft and creamy it was kind of like everything was crispy and I really didn't like it
1: yeah Vienna ice cream is also really white so it's not like you know like if you have like cornish ice cream or whatever it's got that kind of creamier and it's a bit more yellowy but yeah, Viennetta is just the whitest ice cream I think I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's just ice, isn't it? With a little bit of colouring in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, maybe like, like the sort of destroying the Viennetta made me enjoy it more because I wasn't expecting anything, you know, from the kind of look of it. I was just like, here it is, just a mixture of icy, icy. chocolatey mess. Chocolate shards. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> well,
0: to be honest, the way that you made the Viennetta is actually how a lot of these bake-off ice cream cakes looked in the end (laughs) um i I, so i'm going to go through them all because the showstoppers they're great and they do put a lot of effort and time in and loads of the flavors are amazing Mm -hmm. um but we will talk about the terrible ones at the end. But my favourite, Peter, he went one step further, uh, made it even more jarring by making a Christmas cake on the hottest day of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Marzipan, brandy ice cream, Italian meringue. And he made small little Christmas puddings as well.
1: <laughs> that was unexpected. Yeah. I think. Just because it was like so Christmassy. Like it was just. It looked rare. beautiful. No, it did. It did, it did actually. Um, I mean, I'm not, generally, I don't really like Christmassy food. I don't really like Christmas cake or currants and that kind of stuff. So I, thought,
0: I, I thought you were going to say, like, the theme, I don't really like Christmas themed food is
1: where I thought you were going. Oh, no. It's too jolly. It's too happy
0: But it's raisins and stuff.
1: <laughs> no, I love little, I, I love little reindeers on food. I just don't like the flavor of Christmassy things. But, um... But, yeah, no, it was a bold choice, I think, from him. It um, was. Yeah, definitely bold. But I think that's why people like him, isn't it? Because he does kind of throw out these really random things sometimes, but they often – he does pull it off.
0: Yeah. He's... Um
1: He's very yeah. he's not
0: that Scottish stereotype as you as you said earlier. He's very yeah. sort of like dainty and thoughtful. He did his sort of badminton showstopper the other week and he did a, a maths yeah. themed cake too and now he's had yeah. little dainty christmas yeah. puddings. He's very wholesome yeah. Peter.
1: He's extremely wholesome. Yeah. I was thinking the other day it's kind of like he's just been raised by grandmothers. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense like even just I the know, little frames mean. as he says like it and i think actually what i did find a little bit jarring this week is that you see peter and he, is he is he 20 19 20 something like that yeah. he's very young but then he's so like traditional in kind of he's got he's got that very like that skill set that's quite traditional and like with the technicals like he knows what stuff is and the technique and stuff and he listens to his cakes he does. Um, and all those kinds of things but then like he also didn't know anything about '80s music, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> it kind of that kind of didn't. It was weird suddenly seeing Peter as like a young like Gen Z or whatever they are. Yeah, you like, would have thought like, he would have
0: known what? Spandau Ballet.
1: I yeah, I really thought he would. I thought he'd be like, "Yeah, you know, my parents love it or something." But so he may- just was like, went over his head. Yeah, maybe he's into yeah.
0: like the music they play on TikTok now and things, and that's really <laughs> what he loves. So maybe Peter loves a bit of Stormzy, a bit of grime. Maybe, and, maybe. Uh, yeah, but I know what you mean about Peter. He, he's, he's very got that only child vibe, uh, grown up with adults. Yes, um, he does, yeah. Yeah, doesn't, isn't allowed to go out and socialise with his own age group, has to go to <laughs> mum's art class and choir practice yeah. and things.
1: And I can imagine him being very kind of respectful of a
0: curfew yes he would never sneak out would he come
1: home at eight o'clock
0: and we'll put your on i'll
1: be there you know yeah um yeah i think he he seems probably like he was the most like easiest child to raise i can't imagine him ever like rebelling but can you imagine if he wins bake-off and it all goes to his
0: head all this fame and his attention (laughs) and he suddenly starts rebelling and comes out as a goth or something it'd be great that would be great deep frying everything left right and center
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to watch him peter peter yeah
0: moving (laughs) on moving on from peter's (laughs) life uh we will talk about Amin because she's on a good footing up until the showstopper she created sort of a Mm. tropical mango with coconut ice cream and raspberry um ice cream cake much i'd have preferred those flavors than the traditional marzipan and brandy ice cream from peter i think yeah i think it did
1: actually look really tasty
0: yeah sort of a sorbet ice cream of those flavors they always work well
1: yeah no definitely and i think it just looked really it just looked really professional really neat um just just like just really good basically just good quality yeah
0: Definitely. Uh, The other person that made something that looked quite neat was Mark. He did sort of a chocolate stripey uh, cake on the outside of his ice cream cake. There was hazelnuts, there was honey ice cream, butterscotch, and I think there was a blackberry mousse Mm. as well. I think that looked pretty good. Yeah,
1: no, that did look good. Because I think when they were all, you know, dealing with all this melting ice cream, there was definitely a bit when his sort of seemed to, it looked like it was splitting for a minute. He sort of dropped it or something and I thought, oh no, (laughs) is it going to, you know, is it going to crack and all kind of was ice cream just seep out? But it, like, it, it did look really, really good at the end. It um, did. Really colourful and very like kind of that old school ice cream parlour sort of style.
0: I think he, he definitely followed the 80s brief, but also he, yeah. he covered the sides in, in this sponge. So it held everything in which we find out in spectacular style, that's probably (laughs) the thing that everybody should have done, had something that held in the ice cream. (laughs) Uh, Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, So before we talk about the two disasters, we'll just go with Dave. (laughs) Dave tried to do a tiramisu ice cream cake with coffee and almond ice cream, uh, and he decided to pipe ice cream on the top, which... Could have gone really wrong, and but I feel like when they asked him why on earth he was doing that, it was because he thought, I just didn't want to give you something simple. You probably heard everyone else's bakes and got a bit of you know the fear and thought he'd come up with something else.
1: Yeah, no, I I can imagine in the tent, it must be there must be quite a lot of pressure when you're hearing what everyone else is doing. You're like, Oh god, like, are they gonna like mine? Is mine gonna seem too boring or whatever in comparison? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think not, not well, it's a bit rude, but I think out of all of them, that was probably the most forgettable one
0: it's quite basic isn't
1: it wasn't it because of course you had like really good and then you had like disasters and then dave's is just kind of in the middle yeah dave went sort of was
0: unnoticed really it was okay um but yeah Yeah. i thought it was a bit of a a, a basic idea basic flavor tiramisu i guess that's a bit of an 80s dessert as well isn't it so i see where he was going but yeah it wasn't very memorable no no well the two people who were memorable (coughs) in this last showstopper challenge were laura and lottie um yeah we'll go with laura first of all because hers seemed to be a more traditional ice cream cake uh it was death by chocolate i think and she had praline ice cream brownies in there and meringue Mm -hmm. kisses which sound
1: all really good yeah it did sound quite delicious and she she really likes chocolate doesn't she she's always like oh just put a bit more yeah (laughs) a bit more chocolate just a bit more um but she didn't she forget to put the Uh, cooling the ice cream maker what i don't
0: understand (laughs) that that bit wound me up so much Mm. just forget about the heat you've accidentally sabotaged your own bake by not pushing the button that's like not turning the oven on
1: I know, and her reaction to it made me laugh because I would have been, like, so mortified. <laughs> and I would, I, but she was like, Lossa, you never guess what I've done. I'd be like, do not tell anyone. Yeah, I would... <laughs> Incredibly embarrassing I know, right I'd now. have seen
0: it and gone, oh, crap, I haven't I haven't turned the button yeah. on. But wait until the camera yeah. people had turned around and just pushed <laughs> yeah. it.
1: Yeah. And then be like, oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: it was obviously not working. Keep me in because of faulty equipment.
1: <laughs> yeah, God. But, it's, yeah, no, hers was... I mean I think she's a pretty messy baker, isn't she? Yeah. Anyway. She's like her the habit kind of
0: dropping things.
1: She's always dropping things. I know. And it's her whole kind of station is always just like stuff piled everywhere and it's and you know, her apron is always so <laughs> messy. Um which I do find quite funny actually. Yeah. But I did it was just so it was a bit catastrophic, wasn't it, this one? It, it was just is. like oh god, that image of the uh the final kind of when she'd actually put it all together in the freezer and you know she's just twirling it round and it's just coming off like every single time she's like
0: moving it i thought there wouldn't be any left in there i know i thought it would just have splurged all out the side one thing that i didn't get was when they were assembling their ice cream cake on the benches because i thought okay well that's for the camera but in reality you should have all been going to the freezer and assembling it inside the freezer somehow
1: yeah um yeah no that's true
0: but her, um, hers was God. just, you're right, that shot with the freezer door open, she's using <laughs> sort of the scraper that you'd yeah. sort of use to neaten up the sides of a cake. But it was just, yeah. it was top heavy, squeezing out the ice cream, and she was just scraping as much of the filling out it looked like as she could to try and it save it.
1: Horrible. And I, I kind of felt sorry for whoever it was who had to clean out that freezer. Oh, no. <laughs> They'd have had to draw drawn straws. Oh, God. Because it's that like chocolatey. It was such a, like... A horrible mixture of stuff to
0: be like oozing out. It's not just like, oh, a bit of, you know, icing. No, like there was nuts. Giant there was
1: sludge. chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: God. But I, I liked it because she kind of shut the door on it and thought, oh, forget about it. But then you heard something fall in there. And so she had to so, like yeah. run back and peer in and go, oh, God, it's everywhere. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be Laura's week. Yeah. I thought the, the melting, oozing ice cream in the freezer, a sure yeah. sign that she was going. Uh, and the yeah. sabotaging her own bake by not pushing the button on the equipment. But Lottie, mm. she again shot herself in the foot because she went style over substance with the 80s theme, wanted to create a cassette yeah. tape, which sounded really cool, but she thought she could put the yeah. ice cream around the outside of the tape like it was a buttercream or something instead.
1: Yeah.
0: And it didn't work.
1: It was, it was such a shame. It was such a shame because it was the theme. Yeah, as you said, it sounded so good and uh, really 80s. And it was annoying as well because Paul did actually question her, didn't he? He was kind of like, oh, why? So, like, Oh, you know, normally you have like a sponge <laughs> yeah. around the ice cream to kind of, you know, keep it in or um, keep its shape um and she was like oh no I'm just gonna go ahead and I you know I I guess you have to take risks but it just it just didn't pay off did it and it was such a shame
0: I know I feel like Paul you're right Paul did give her a bit of a chance to maybe change it He sort of sowed some seeds of doubt in her mind but she Lottie seems like someone who sticks to her guns is very like what happens happens you know I'll go Mm. with it so she didn't change it so she had uh I think a, a blackberry mousse as well, a cher- cherry jelly I've got written down. That might. I don't know if it was jelly. I can't read my writing. Cherry something. Um, and it was chocolatey yeah. as well. And the by, yeah. by putting the ice cream on the outside, when it was melting, it just sort of melted onto the board. And you could see the layers of, I guess, sponge and mousse inside. So it didn't cover anything yeah. up. And then... When she was cutting through it, it had that Vionetta crunch that you don't want from a sort of soft ice cream cake. <laughs> yeah. It was crunchy and it just did not go well. You couldn't even taste the ice cream because no. it had frozen onto the board, essentially.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It had just kind of like left a mark, but not really enough to eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it did just look a bit gross,
0: unfortunately. It did. And in the judging, um, they said they were underwhelmed by it and it was witty, uh, but it didn't taste good or look good. So I thought that was quite brutal.
1: Yeah, and I think it was a shame because, you know, sometimes you think, oh, maybe it will just be the ice cream and actually it will be the rest of it will taste quite nice. But yeah. it, they didn't give good feedback, did they, on the rest of it? And so, no. You know, it wasn't even like she could say, oh, well, I messed up with the ice cream, but at least the rest of it was fine. Yeah. It was just overall just not, not good good. comments so i did feel really bad for her
0: yeah she could they said they couldn't taste any of the blackberry flavor so Mm. yeah they couldn't have even salvaged it on the sort of doesn't matter about the style the the flavors are good as you were saying
1: like for laura yeah yeah it was hers was actually looked awful but actually tasted quite good so it was kind of not what it was like the opposite of what i was expecting
0: yeah and i I think in terms of comments that's ultimately what saved Laura this week. She brought up her cake and just said, I'm really sorry to them. And I always find it really sort of kind of amusing. I know that sounds quite mean when they go, oh, I'm really sorry. Because in reality, it's just uh, Paul, who's just a dad and then an old lady judging you on a cake. So they they obviously hold them in quite high regard. And they're seen as sort of, you know, people that you really want, they really want to impress. Um, but it's like saying sorry to a teacher when you haven't done well in the exam. It's just weird.
1: Yeah. No, Yeah. it does remind you of school, doesn't it? Like people like hadn't done their homework and the teacher, like they'd be like, oh, I'm really sorry. And they'd be like, well, why are you apologising to me? It's your- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that line. Yeah. <laughs> so brutal absolutely um, but yeah no she does apologize a lot laura doesn't she and i'm like just stop like yeah. you don't have to apologize but it's obviously <laughs> like they
0: that. see them as sort of like they really obviously people respect paul and prue but she really is like yeah. oh, i want to impress them you know they she sees yeah. them as the overlords of the tent you know they have all the knowledge and she wants to impress them but with her you're right they Mm. did say the ice cream was delicious um it Mm. wasn't as frozen as it could be but they uh, could at least taste it unlike lottie's yeah and one of the things they questioned was why on earth did she put brownie in her ice cream which i thought was mean considering that ben and jerry's have built their entire brand (laughs) on putting brownie and cookie dough and cake in ice creams
1: yeah It was just the way Paul was like, it was never going to work. You're like, well, it has worked. Yeah, like million dollar company, (laughs) Paul. Big companies, yeah, yeah.
0: Not everything can be bread. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Paul. <laughs> Paul. So I was very surprised that Lottie was the one that left this week. I felt, you know, they yeah. have really heartfelt bits at the end of Bake Off. I think this year they're a mm. bit more emotional than perhaps they have been in previous years when they leave because they've really bonded with the rest of the contestants living with them and stuff for yeah. such a long time. Um, so Lottie yeah. was upset. And one of the things that I really enjoyed her say is that she obviously felt that she wasn't going to be in the Bake Off for very long. So she only bought a couple of outfits. And she had to be wearing everyone else's clothes for the last few weeks.
1: And I, when I heard her say that, I was like, it did remind me, because like in the first week or two, I remember she was wearing like quite sort of dark, like I think she was wearing maybe, maybe not a leather jacket, but kind of like black sort of dark clothes. And then I remember there was one week she was wearing this like kind of floral dress. And I was like, oh, that's unexpected. But then i it's probably because it wasn't even hers. No, I, that's a good <laughs> game. That is true. We yeah. could go
0: back and watch the episodes again yeah. now and think who owns that dress or who owns that top. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah um, exactly. Who did she
0: borrow it off?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> a maybe?
1: Yeah, I think it might have been her. Yeah. Possibly. Um, yeah. Or even maybe someone in the crew or something. I don't know.
0: That is true. Yeah. Maybe the game wouldn't work.
1: Sorry,
0: I just ruined it. <laughs> That's okay. Never mind. Um, so, yeah, Lottie unfortunately left this week yeah. and Amin was given Star Baker, which was so surprising to me yeah. after that first uh, bit of a flap with the quiches, but she did really well in the others. She
1: did, yeah. And, and she it was, was your good fave. She was. Well, yeah, and I think because she hadn't had Star Baker so far and everyone else had. Um, and I think that she has done some really good bakes in the series, and I was just really glad that she's kind of finally got that um so yeah I was really pleased for her but it was kind of I think as the as the series has gone on this was the biggest kind of like bittersweet moment because it was like I was really pleased for her getting star baker but I was so sad to see Lottie go
0: yeah
1: um and you could see that I think with the other bakers they were it was that thing of like being really pleased for I mean but really sad about Lottie
0: so I do think many people thought oh it might be Laura I think everyone watching Mm. by the looks of Twitter thought it might be Laura so uh, it was good good for Hermine as you say um and your your money's on Hermine in the final obviously yeah
1: yeah Um,
0: mine is still on Peter or as Noel calls him (laughs) the baby-faced assassin which I liked in this episode
1: (laughs) I do love that I've actually been calling Peter the Scottish cherub oh I love that (laughs) that's good yeah, because uh, he just has a little cherub face, doesn't he? He Bluff. does.
0: He always yeah. has a bit of worry on the face, though. But, he, but he's quietly yeah. confident. He's a bit worried sometimes mm-hmm. in his face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter, you do what? You do wonder what's going through his mind? <laughs> you do. He's definitely not Spandau Ballet. <laughs> no, God. No. But he's just such. He's. I think he's probably. No, well, maybe there are others. But he's one of the biggest kind of Bake Off fans has ever been as a contestant I think yeah um and I actually I think it has been quite fun like this series the kind of contrast between people like Peter and people like Lottie that's true (laughs) it's been so funny and so sarcastic and sometimes just has really seemed to just not care (laughs) um and I've quite enjoyed that kind of mix um yeah Yeah. but yeah it's a shame to see Lottie go because I think that her sense of humor was just kind of it was very 2020
0: (laughs) definitely saying she doesn't Um, like cake cake is overrated yeah
1: yeah Um, exactly her whole like um oh what do they call them those little like kind of home life little insights and her like little yoga thing and like her viking is it viking metal yeah um all that kind of stuff I'm like this is it's just such a she's like she's a pantomime producer isn't she? Yeah. Eccentric. Um, wonderful. It's just wonderful. It's so great. It's like such a, just, yeah, such a standout um, contestant.
0: Yeah. I hope she does like a Bake Off themed pantomime. I hope they give her the rights to produce yes. that.
1: Everyone seems to like Lottie. I haven't heard like, I haven't heard anyone think, say anything bad about her. Cause even someone like Peter, I think he can be a little bit divisive cause some people are like, oh, he's too perfect. Yeah. But Lottie like, is never pretending to be perfect. She's just completely like, this is who I am, completely upfront. Um, I think people just, yeah, responded really well to that. She might be sort of a bit of all of us
0: in the Bake Off tent, if you know what I mean. Everyone thinks, oh, that yeah. would be me. And she's she has made everyone... Sort of like her in, in a way I think she is mm. the one who You know there's lots of people that come out of Bake Off You have Nadia and Liam and they've all gone on to do shows But I would have, I would yeah. love Out of all of them to see Lottie have her own show And it's just this wonderfully underwhelming yeah. Cynical realism That she brings
1: Yeah uh, yeah, that would be great actually Just to see her bake something and then it just not go well And her be like oh well, that's a bit rubbish isn't it like, yeah. just...
0: Never mind
1: <laughs> Yeah, Tastes oh, well. good yeah. anyway I'll just go buy one <laughs> yeah, Exactly <laughs> Well, there we go. 80s week. I feel
0: like we've sorted it all out and had a good laugh at uh, the terrible ice cream cakes and donuts (coughs) that were shown in the tent. Uh, Next week, we've got dessert week. Uh, That could hold many similarities. I hope they don't do ice cream again, but that should be good. And uh, maybe it'll be Laura's turn to finally go out next week. We never know. Olivia thank you so much for coming on it's been really fun to talk to you
1: thank you it's been great just chatting bake off one of my faves
0: <laughs> it's good and 80s 80s and bake off
1: i know i know what a combination never thought it would happen but i'm very glad this, very glad it did yeah
0: this episode has definitely been the one for you
1: yes yeah yeah <laughs> so we'll
0: be back next week and we'll be talking all things dessert week